Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, back again, actually, from missing out from our last podcast, because, you know, he, he doesn't like Harry Potter. Uh, my, my co-host, he's back for, for another review. He's always here. His name is Maybe Devin. Harry Potter has some squids in it. That that is yeah yeah well well there's there might some squid game well there might be some mag- magical squids out there we we just don't know about is there a, is there a British version of Squid Game that they play um yeah it's called the Goblet of Fire <laughs> yeah <laughs> got him <laughs> got him <laughs> you know what I think that deserves a there we go. <laughs> But um, as um, for this episode, we are here to discuss the latest and the greatest series that has hit Netflix by storm, and that is Squid Game. And finally, yeah, it's whew, it, we're, we're finally here, Dan. We we've caught up with the trend. We're here. It, it took it took some begging on my end, but he finally got it done. <laughs> well, okay, I, I'm I suck at picking up hints. Because you were like, man, the Squid Game game, the Squid Game series is really cool. I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't even bother to look it up. I didn't know what it was. And then, yeah, I mentioned that on one of the pods like a while ago that yeah. I started watching it, but I didn't know it was going to blow up this big. Yeah, I don't think anyone knew it was going to blow up this big. To be completely honest, because I mean, like, you know, I I heard like I knew what you were talking about. Like, I heard about it, but I didn't know what it was or what it even looked like. And I was like, okay, yeah, you know, he's watching this one game. I was like, that's an odd name for a uh, for a TV show. And then out of nowhere, like <laughs> Devin messaged me. He's like, yeah, we, we we should really review this. By the way, <laughs> like he's like, we we can't miss out. And I'm like, you know what? You're right because it is it has quickly become one of net well one. It's officially the largest yeah. Netflix show ever. Right. Which is crazy to think about beating like stranger things and Bridgerton. Um, I did, I did have like a screenshot from like a while ago that, um, that kind of showed what the top uh, series and movies and TV shows that people are watching. Bird box was still up there, um, which is crazy to think about, but I guess not really, but it looks like um, South Korea revealed the drama series has officially reached 111 million people. This is crazy, Devin. Like, oh my gosh. I, I, I don't even know where to begin because it's it's just so insane. But before we get into our, our podcast here, our show, you know, since we are quote unquote late to the party, we are, we are going to be talking about spoilers. So we can do that now. So if you haven't watched it, what are you doing <laughs> what's up you're missing out on so many memes if you haven't watched this yet yeah yeah i'm starting to understand them uh because at first I, I just saw the um like the plastic you know the plastic uh baby doll and i was like oh is this squid game I'm like that's weird but i didn't like i never didn't didn't watch the trailer didn't do anything i just all the honeycomb cookies yeah <laughs> Devin, we're gonna get into this it is gonna be crazy but before we begin today's show you can listen to our <laughs> podcast on platforms around the internet and if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show we would love to hear from you guys follow us on instagram follow us on twitter at film optics that is optics with an x so Devin, are, are you ready to to jump on into this Battle Royale, this this goblet of fire, <laughs> this death battle, death I battle. I think that's the because it's like it's Hunger a subgenre games. in itself in like um, like Asian cultures. Like it's a subgenre of a movie that's barely even been tapped into in America. But I think it's death battle they call it. I know there is one in Japan. There's a um, not a show, but a movie called Battle Royale. Yeah, that was like the original. Um, yeah, and I think that's why people were like, you know, you could say, oh, it. The way I explain it is that um, it's it's like Hunger Games, like in a battle royale sense. It isn't exactly like Hunger Hunger Games, but this did prompt me to go back and rewatch the Hunger Games. I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm gonna. It's it's been a while since I've seen them. So, got got the 4K disc coming in. Amazon, let's go. But, it reminds me of, of Hunger Games and Saw, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a really good analogy. Especially there. the twist is very Saw-like. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and, and, of course, before we begin today's review, yes, um, it is very graphic and violent. Um, 
I would say probably as graphic and like on the surface level as of like Game of Thrones in a way, if honestly not more. Um, there, there are some. It's, uh, not, it's not very bloody, but it's definitely very violent. Right. Right. Yeah. It's. I. I yeah. I, I would agree with that. It, it. It has its moments for sure. But Devin, we're about to get into our Squid Game review. But before we get into that, we're going to return right after this short break. 지금 비자리에 계신 여러분들은 모두 감당할 수 없는 빚을 지고 삶의 벼랑 끝에 서 계신 분들입니다. 게임에 참가를 원하지 않는 분은 지금 말씀해 주시길 바랍니다. 무궁화 꽃이 피었습니다입니다. 그 옛날에 어릴 때 하던 거 말이에요? All right, Devin, and we are back with our Squid Game review, and the story is as follows. Hundreds of cash-strapped players accepting a strange invitation to compete in children's games inside of a tempting... Um, oh, excuse me, let me start that over. And the story is as follows. Hundreds of cash-strapped players accepting a strange of invitations to, complete in, uh, to compete in children's games inside... A tempting prize awaits with deadly high stakes, a survival game that has a whopping four point, um, excuse me, not four point, 45.6 billion won prize at stake. And if this is directed by Huang Dong-hyuk and also written by Huang Dong-hyuk as well and stars Lee Jung-jae, Park Hae-so, and Wee Ha-joon. I think I did it. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you very much. Let's let's get that in there. Thank you. Thank you. I'll just be following them by their numbers to make it easy. <laughs> yes. So the way we're going to do this, um, since I see like a lot of YouTubers out there and they're like, oh, sorry if I butcher the names. If you practice beforehand, you're good. You're good to go. I actually think I, I stirred up more on the plot than I did <laughs> the actual director and the stars and whatnot. But, um, yeah, to make this easier, Devin has kind of uh, created or found a list, I should say. Um, for each character, uh, we can kind of go back and forth, but for the most part, we are going to um, name them by uh, their player numbers. So, Xiong Ji Hun would be uh, 40, uh, player 456. And then we have Cho Sang Wu, which is 218. And then uh, Kang Si uh, Sai Biok is uh, player 67 and so on and so forth. So like the main characters there. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice little reference thing. So we will be referencing them by their, uh, their player numbers just to make it a little bit easier for people out there. But Devin, I got to ask, did you watch it? Subbed or dubbed? I watched it dubbed. Oh, you know what? So did I. <laughs> but just makes it so much easier. It, you have to pay as close of attention even if it does sound a little strange, <clears throat> which it does. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not a big fan of live action dubbed, even though that is the standard in many, many countries, because there are a lot of, you know, films that come out of the U S that hit other countries and, you know, vice versa. Um, I, I did watch it in dubbed for the sake of, you know, Devin wanted to review it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, we're, we're going to watch it. You know, I'm going to watch it. We're going to review it. Um, for me, just just on a first watch to get through the story, I sucked it up and just watched it dubbed, which I think is okay. Um, it is a bit weird. After a while, I kind of got used to it, um, just because you know I, I've been you know it's it's nine episodes long um, for for the first season, and so it it was after a while I kind of just you know got got used to the paces and whatnot. I did try dubbed for a bit during the very beginning. Um, and you know, one of my favorite movies, um, is of course, um, Parasite, which is also made by another, um, you know, a Korean film, which killed at the, uh, at the Oscars a few years ago, back in uh, 2019. So, um, you know, for that, I'm, 
for you know that movie it, it requires a lot more attention this does as well it just depends on how you want to tackle it i guess or what your preference is i definitely want to go back and rewatch season one um and um as uh not dubbed but subbed just to kind of get that because it, it is it does feel more authentic i will say just i guess just starting off with this review for the initial reaction uh the dubbed the the dubbed um, voice acting felt more like it belonged in a Japanese or Korean anime, I will say, because it really just had that the inflections and everything, and just the over exaggerations, uh, especially with some of the characters with their um, with with their language and just the reactions that they had. So that is one thing I'll say. Um, I I could totally see this becoming an anime as well and working just as well. Um, but I think the fact that it is live action is a little bit more inviting for those who don't watch animated, uh, projects, but overall I was very, very impressed. I went into this blind, which is great. And, you know, Devin just kept dropping little hints. He's like, yeah, man, like, oh man, Squid Game's so good. And then I, like Devin said, I don't think anyone knew that it was going to explode the way that it did. And it would be a pretty big missed opportunity for us not to talk about it because, you know, it's as much as we like talking about, you know, Marvel and DC shows here on the channel. I mean, not the channel, excuse me, podcasts. Um, it, it's it's just as important to give, you know, to, to broaden your horizons, not just giving other films a chance, but definitely just broadening your horizons, seeing what else is out there, getting out of your comfort zone because you might like something. And it seems that a lot of people are watching this and I didn't think like a lot of my friends like I was watching football with them on Sunday they're like they're like hey Chris I'm like have you watched Squid Game I'm like no I haven't watched it yeah they're like oh my gosh like you have to watch it I didn't think they were going to be interested I was like yeah it's like you know the Korean uh by the Royale show but I I didn't think they were going to be interested I didn't think that they would care at all but you know they were I asked them like hey you know you guys can talk about it just avoid spoilers and I'm like yeah so they did and Wow, it was it was really mind blowing. I'm really glad that there are so many people out there who are enjoying this as much as they are. But I'm going to pass it over to Devin so we can give his initial thoughts. It's crazy. It just took over the world, man. I mean, that first episode just really does such an amazing job of just pulling you into the story and the world because um, it's just an insane premise. And then by the end of it, there's just a lot of death happening, and you're like. Oh my god! I have to keep watching. <laughs> but then, and then season, and then episode two, it kind of, kind of slows down a bit because it takes you out of that world and goes back to their real world. I was a little concerned with that when I was first watching, but then, obviously, they get right back into it, and it's just such a cool. Just every, everything about the cinematography and the set pieces is just amazing, like all the colors, all those sets. I don't know how they built those, like the staircases. How? Yeah. How do you do that? And there, there was, it was actually all real, like very little CGI too. Yeah, that's what I really, really liked about this. Um, if if you know, obviously there are parts about this, and of course, you know, um, you know, we are going to get into spoilers here in a second. Um, I know it's been out for a month, but <laughs> I'm still, you know, conscious of those who haven't seen it yet because. Sure, there's a lot more people out there who haven't seen it, but I do agree with you, Devin. Uh, the the practical set pieces and everything that they use, uh, it just made the world feel that more real. Uh, the camera shots were um, very, very. Uh, some of them, some of them were very, very breathtaking. Uh, the characters themselves were very uh, just all over the place. You know, everyone has their small little backstory, and you know, in in this small like. Um, Part, uh, part of South, of South Korea and just the the way that the story is told and the way that um, e even like the the sound design when it comes to certain things it was it was very um whew, it, I I couldn't I cringed a little bit when, when it came to certain scenes I'm not gonna lie but I mean you know I, I got through it all the same you know like I'm, I'm a big boy you know I can <laughs> handle a little bit little bit of blood here or there but like this the practical effects is something I really really enjoyed having and it didn't feel like a fake world it, it felt real um you know you do have to spring a little sprinkle a little bit of a CGI in there from time to time but it's like as I was watching it I didn't really think about like man like you know like the costume designs or just 
I, I honestly just kept thinking about PlayStation the entire time because of the um, you know the square, the circle, and the uh, the triangle. And I was like, all right, where's X? <laughs> X. Oh, excuse me. Some people. It's technically called a cross button, Devin. That's what they say in Japan. It's it's uh. like nah. It's 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 the X button. But um, yeah, just the fact that you know we go through this story and. Uh, I love that, you know, it's so anonymous when it comes to, um, you know, the games themselves, because everyone who is involved on the other side, you know, gathering up all these people, you never see anyone's face ever. It's it's completely anonymous. And it's like it's it's one thing to be held, I guess, held captive. And, you know, you know, your captor is. And it's like, hey, like, I want to go to the police. It's like, OK, what the person look like? It's like, um. Well, I didn't see their face, but <laughs> they were wearing these. And really- that's that's also might be the most interesting part of the whole story is that they had a choice and they all decided to go back. Yeah. They weren't held captive completely. Yeah. That's what I like about it, though. Like, I know what you were saying that, you know, it did take you out a little bit. And I do agree there, but it felt more realistic. It wasn't just like, a, OK, you know, like these people are here and then that's it. You know, they just have to play. But I, the the um and of course like uh, excuse me uh, yeah I think we're gonna kind of get to get yeah, into spoilers we're, we're diving in it, we, we're, we're diving in for sure so again um if, if you haven't seen Squid Game yet definitely go watch it it's it's an easy nine hour watch whether you watch it dubbed or you know um, English subs no one's gonna judge you just watch it. it it doesn't really matter you're you're gonna enjoy it all the same um, but. So for going back to, I guess, our conversation with um, just, you know, the money and how, you know, they, they, they had the choice to leave because of the, I guess, the philosophy that this organization kind of believes on, where it's like everyone should be given a fair chance, which is technically true, um, as messed up as it can be at times. But <laughs> it was uh, six. What's up? Episode six. Episode, uh, Devin, I'm telling you, episode six, it killed. I, I texted you. I was like, I can't believe they just did that. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't watch the rest of the day. I, I just I, gut punch after gut punch. In that I episode. really needed to just like process what I just watched. But between, was it five, five games, six games, five games? Because it was red light, green light, and then they did the the honeycomb. And then after that, tug of war, tug of war, and then uh, the marble game, and marble then, game, and then the the glass, the, the glass, and then squid game. <laughs> squid so game. Six. Okay, six, six, yeah. Whoo! Honestly, in, we we really need to talk about the games. So, like, wh- what was your take on incorporating? You, you technically could could include the uh, the strobe light murder murder scene as a game <laughs> uh, that they caused, or even the. Um, the, the two paper uh, squares during the very beginning yeah, with them into the into the games yeah yeah with with player uh, 456 uh, uh Seung ji Hun. um he you know it well it seems that it starts off that way with everyone but it's more of like a a, a pre-trial like a trial type thing to see you know i i think that it what i really like about it is that i feel like that scene with player 456 was that um with with the two paper squares you know you're trying to throw it down and flip over the other side of of the um of the uh, paper that's kind of like on the ground is that i i guess it was more of a test to see how desperate were they or like what would they do anything for money because it seems pretty simple if they could flip it over they would get was it 10,001 and then yeah and then if not they have to either give them that money back or get slapped in the face. So it was kind of, I don't know. I think it was more, more of like a pre-trial, you know what I mean? But I'm not sure. But was there anything you wanted to bring up? I know I've been talking here for a while. But I'm just, I'm literally just gushing over this, this amazing series. Just in general, just, just trying to wrap your brain around how this like blew up so big. It's just, it's kind of everyone mostly everyone can relate to money issues and being in debt at some point in their life. Mm. So that's why I think it's just such an easy watch because you right away, you understand the premise because unless you're a one percenter, like these uh, VIPs in here, then you, uh, you understand what it's like to be in debt to somebody or just have money issues in general. 
And sometimes you just want a way to erase all of it. And if it's by playing murderous children games, hey, maybe that's the only way you can do it. That's what these these people came to the realization of when they went back to the real world and thought, hey, my life is awful out here. I have nothing to live for, so I'm I'm going back in. It's just just crazy, especially because it came out during a worldwide pandemic where the economy is not looking too great. And there's obviously a lot of like analogies to capitalism and how bad it is throughout this this show. And it's just crazy to think about how popular it becomes. Because I think the first Hunger Games book was in 2008. Yeah, I believe so. And that's that's obviously the last time we had a giant. Like um, you mean the game or, or the I mean the the book or the movie? The book. The, I know the movie is 2012, but I think the book came out in 2008. As obviously we yeah yeah September fourteenth yeah September fourteenth two thousand eight yeah and that's that's another reason why people can latch onto that one so easily it's just it's kind of crazy how, how many similarities there are but yeah it, it just took over the world and everybody can watch it there's no like I don't I don't really see a reason why you couldn't watch it unless you just don't like violence I guess but yeah it's just so relatable it and and it's and something you brought up with you know them. Everyone has money problems, but it's like these people had money problems. Yeah, and they're very human and complica- complicated and they're complex characters, especially 456. Like he is such a complex character because the, from the very first episode you see, all right, he's kind of awful because he's stealing money from his mom to gamble away and and waste away his money. But then you see more sides of him. He's got a daughter and an ex-wife. And you see all these sides to him that makes it a little more complicated but then the decisions he makes his uh his best buddy the old man hello one oh boy still pissed at him i i'm very very mad but i i do agree with yeah with with uh song g uh player 456 you know he's it, it says you know for his 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 action survivor you know like he he doesn't have combative skills or strength uh but it's just you know, he manages to come out like on top, you know, the, the main character of the series. And it's, you know, with everything with his mom having, you know, um, his main motivation for his main motivation is for, you know, it's to fund his mother's diabetes and, you know, everything that she's been going through. And it's, it's terrible. Cause like they're, you know, with, with player four fifty six like it's, the entire it's it's very sad between the relationship that he has it's uh between him and his mother and then his wife his daughter and then you know the stepfather you know the parents aren't together and it's like you know he would do anything for his little girl and it it really just shows like between him and my gosh i mean even with um with uh say Bjork, uh, Bjork, um, the uh, players, uh, 67, who was honestly my favorite in the entire series. You know, she there's a there's a lot of thirst going on in the world for for her, yeah. It's it sucks. I mean, like, with, I think she has like a few million Instagram followers now, does like, she really? Like, by, by millions, that's ins- I, I just really enjoyed her character. You know, I mean, it's she she had a very simple motivation. You know, her mother's stuck in you know, North Korea and her. Her brothers in a um, in a um, in in a foster in foster care, and she kind of wants she wants to break out of that, you know. She, but she's very combative, and you know she's very smart. She doesn't trust anyone when it comes to games like this. You know, you you kind of can't, and she really has like that that big sister instinct, and you know it seems that, that episode she, six between her and. Um... <sighs> Player, which one was it? Uh, she's 240. G, that, uh, G, that, Young. That, those scenes were just G, Young, heart, yeah. heart crushing. Like, it was the, the fact that she said, I'm, I'm glad you played with me, or I'm glad you chose to play the game with me at the end before she dies. Like, <sighs> oh, it hurts. Player 67 got done dirty. That's all I'm gonna say. Towards the very end, like okay, out of all the games, like like we mentioned before, it's like which which one gave you that like heart stopping moment? Because I'm still trying. Like I mean, we, you know, we talk about episode six, you know, with, with with the marbles and they kind of got to 
make up their own game. So, you know, the power was kind of more a little bit in their control. But, you know, this organization knew what they were doing, especially I think it was after the Honeycomb game where um, that's when things started going south because they found out, you know, someone got attacked in the night and the organization didn't do anything. And they're like, yeah, oh. and they realize that they can kill each other. Yeah, because you know, and first the money night, still goes up. Yeah, yeah, and the money and still goes that's up. That's the genius of of having that giant piggy bank. It just visualizes all of it for the players, and it's always there. It never disappears. Always, it's crazy, and like that. That is when like the rear, like not even the fear from playing the games is like, okay, well, you know, if I go out there, you know, the next game we play, I'm risking my life. Or we come back to like. You know the commune, the uh, the huge gymnasium type thing that they did. Um, it was kind of cool to see that. You know, it's a very very spacious room. Um, you know, they it was more of a peace of mind that they're safe in there. But then you know, <laughs> everything everything starts happening. <laughs> it's like uh-oh. for me, I think I think the honeycomb game was probably the most stress stressful looking one, just because it required the most skill, I guess, and the most precision. I do not have uh, precise hands. I have very shaky hands, bad handwriting, bad drawing, all of it. So just imagining having to do that, especially getting umbrella, just just end it now. It was There's no woo! way. I saw and, one. And the crazy part about that scene is is the um, I guess the secondary main character, player two eighteen. He he knew that they were playing the honeycomb game before mm. that started. He got tipped off, and he didn't tell any of them. That, that just shows early on how cutthroat he really was. Yeah, the uh, he easily the could doctor. have told them to choose triangle. Wait, was that was that him? No, was that two eighteen or was that um? Or was that um? I think that the doctor got that got tipped off first, and then I think two eighteen found out. I thought well, I, well on here it shows it well on the on the link that you gave me, it shows that uh two eighteen is the doctor. Um so two eighteen f- is the successful businessman. Okay, so this has okay, so this his, link has it his wrong. childhood friend. Okay. So yeah I'm seeing it as two eighteen here. That's weird. Yeah, for me, <laughs> for me it's showing wait, is that the doctor? No. Oh no! Okay, I get. Oh, his hair was different. That's right. I'm. I'm sorry. That the doctor is one eleven. One eleven. That's what it is. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. They looked like very sim. It's. It's. It's because of the glasses. That's what it was. Because he takes them off halfway yeah. through. Yeah. That. That's what it was. Uh, player two. One. The uh, player two twelve. Uh, Mahin Yo. Wow, she was annoying. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> but hey, she she took down the big bad Devin. <laughs> she took him down. Literally. What? Yeah, like I, I would have to agree with you. The, the honeycomb game was crazy because, oh, man, two eighteen. Like I liked him up to a point, but he always had this weird thing about him where it's like you t- and hit, hit, what he did to Ali. I was like, oh my, come on, like really? And then what he did to to sixty seven. Dude, he slashed her throat in the middle of the dark. Because it was between the honeycomb game. I, I think the glass. Because there's no way that was a children's game. The glass one. There's no way. The other. Well, it's kind of like hopscotch. They just made it extreme. Yeah, that that is true. (laughs) It was crazy. I thought I thought player sixty seven was gonna die right then and there. I was like, oh crap, did she get hit? With a shard of glass after they exploded after another, I'm like, okay, that was pretty cool slow motion scene they had there because it looked like from that angle that they were showing, it looked like 67 was falling off, like it's kind of like the the uh, the force kind of pushed her away from the others, and she fell off of the platform. That's what I thought that happened originally, but I was like, okay, no, she's good. And then when she goes into the bathroom. Man, like that thing was sticking out. I was like, dude. Oh, and she just man. stares in the mirror she's and she's like, make it. I was so mad. I think she should have won the whole thing personally. But I mean, who, like, look at player four, uh, Seung Ji, like 456. That, that smile. He, he's just an overall great guy. That's such a good, 
such a good shot there. It really is. Like out of every out of everyone, even like when they were showing like the pictures, it's like when you know when they first get to the islands, it's like he's the only one who just was having a good time. Kind of reminded me of Goku in a way, you know. But uh player 101, he was obviously Yeah, I really liked him. Yeah. His actor was really cool. Yeah, I like that, that tattoo. That tattoo. tattoo was just, just such a good job of just telling you everything you needed to know about that character. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, Jong Jok Su, uh, player one on one. So yeah, he was. I love it how here it says on this. <laughs> it says asshole victim. <laughs> Big bad wannabe. <laughs> Dirty bully. coward. Dirty coward. Disc one final, final boss. boss. <laughs> Disney villain. Oh my gosh! Disproportionate retribution. Dumb muscle. <laughs> Hate sink, <laughs> karmic death. <laughs> yep, never my fault. Yeah, he was. Uh, it, I I thought he played a really good, like it says, you know, <laughs> disc one final boss type thing. Because it really, like, you really got to see a lot of his character. Where like, you know, he would do anything to go out of his way. Much like a uh, player two eighteen, but any more, um, in any more, more overt. yeah, yeah, not so subtle way. But whoo, man, two twelve. When she was like, "Nah, you're coming down with me." Oh, I was so stressed during the entire glass thing. It's probably as stressed as uh, I was. As soon as as soon as I saw those numbers lined up, I was like, "Oh, choose the lowest one, please." Like, <laughs> you, you know, there's gonna be people ahead of you dying, and you'll have a better chance. Yeah, yeah, literally, just oof, man. I mean, it it kind of does set up for because they all wanted the middle for some reason. I was like. I would definitely choose the lowest one. Well, I guess it, it was more so like, I guess when people first see whatever's first in front of you, like you're not really thinking what's to the left or to the right. You're just kind of seeing what's in your peripheral vision. But um, yeah, I, I can, <laughs> I mean, could you imagine if 456 went first and he switched with that guy at the last second? I was like, oh man. I was like, whoo. First is immediate death. Immediate. Because it's like, Wow, I mean, because I mean, when they were saying during the uh, the entire the glass uh, game, see, well, the glass hopscotch, I guess we can call it, because like, yeah, it is kind of good if you're last, but at the same time, you're waiting for everyone else in front of you to kind of you know move their butts and let's go along. And then we saw you know halfway through with a player one on one, he kind of just stopped and he's like, you know. Like, if I can't have the money, nobody can type situation. And he was kind of, like, running out the time there. And that's when player 112 came up and, you know, I mean, 212, excuse me, uh, came up. Uh, Hameen uh, came up and saved the day pretty much. She was like, woo. So it's, it's kind of like you're at the mercy of everyone else in front of you, even though you can clearly see the path. But it's, man, oh, man, such a great, great show. Everything that goes on in this, but we haven't talked about Ali yet. Oh, poor our poor sweet soul Ali. Probably the the best of them. Well, besides players, big big, big of mice and men vibes. Like I was like Lenny, no. <laughs> he was like, I mean, I don't know why he needed money, but it was funny how player two twelve, like she had a baby and still didn't name her yet or name him yet, and I was like, okay, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, Ali. And I, I feel like we definitely have to talk about player one. Um, oh, yeah, that's the oh, uh, that's the big bad. Ali Nam. I can't believe it was him the entire time. But Ali was done dirty by 218, by Cho Sung. And uh, wow. Because I, I was like, oh, you know, he's going to give him the, he was going to give him the marbles. Did you think those were marbles in that little sack that he gave him when he's like, hey, let's split up when three minutes were left during the marble game? We'll meet back up and see if we can. You know. I, I just want to talk about just episode, episode six in general, just uh, how genius it was. Like that's probably one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. Oh, really? I mean, just the idea that this whole time they're playing games and they're playing either individually or in a team. And then this one, they choose a partner and they're like, all right, I got to choose somebody who's big and strong and, and can help me win. <laughs> but nope, it's a one V one. And and the only and the only instructions they get are that there are twenty marbles total. I think I think they had ten marbles each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had and then the only instruction they get is that you have to get your your 
other players marbles and get 20 total without violence but any way possible any game that you can think of just get those marbles and it's just <laughs> such a creative way to do it dude it was insane i was like what it i i agree with you i think it it probably because it really hit me um with that episode just everything that happens with 456 and player one and you know you we we are we're painted to see that 456 is meant to be the best of them um as uh player 67 um sidebook says and it was very um it was kind of heart-wrenching to see him eventually you know with player one um him you know him kind of slipping into his like dementia and his alzheimer's and everything yeah i was was guessing that he was uh, playing that up just i thought he was sacrificing himself for 456 obviously that was not the case (laughs) and um that makes it so much more painful at the end because we never saw the body (laughs) we never saw the body there's a couple bodies we never saw yeah, there there is a couple of them we didn't, and uh, I feel like we have to also bring up uh, the policeman. Like, how did you feel about yeah. this arc? Because that was uh, I thought I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Just the idea that his brother, it wasn't confirmed that he won the game, but he definitely won the game and then became the the front man. The I front love the front man, man mask. Yeah, it was, it was so sweet. cool. It was like a polygon type thing. It was pretty sweet. But I I do agree with you, Devin. Going back to episode six, it was just. It was. I think that one was about an hour and eleven minutes, something around there, and it just had so much depth between you know e- even the partners uh, between the the husband and wife. They're like you know we're gonna stick yeah, this out was, to the end. It was heartbreaking. <sighs> it was just so. And I, then the husband ends up killing himself later. Yeah, I'm, it's. I I feel so bad for Ali. I was like, I can't believe he did that to that man. Like, how are you gonna? And share? then even even four fifty six like. It's episode six, and he's still making questionable, like morally questionable decisions. He was playing the old man like a fiddle. But I, I, probably so. Probably because it seems like player one knew what was going on because towards the end. Yeah, it did seem like he was sacrificing himself. It did. Well, because as we figure out later on, you know, in episode nine, he was, he's behind the whole thing. And he said, you know, he's like, hey, you know, 456 says, you know, like, why? Why, why why did you do this? And he's like, well, he's like, you bet on horses. We bet on people. Like when you had that kind of money. And I really like the, uh, the parallel with player one. Um, oh, uh, Linam, Olinam player one. Um, I really like how he was saying like, you know, the, the richest people in the world and, you know, the poorest people in the world have like a lot in common when it comes to like money. Cause it's like, it, it doesn't mean anything to them. And I really, I was like, oh, wow, that's actually, once you really think about it, it's like, if, if you're that dirt poor, it's like, well, you know, you've completely hit rock bottom. Money doesn't really mean to you, mean anything to you at that point in your life, because you, you've hit rock bottom. You, you, you have nowhere else to go, obviously, but up. But when you have that much money, you kind of get bored. And we actually see, you know, after Squid Game, which, whew, that was kind of crazy. Yeah, I do. I do not feel bad for the old man. No, um, not not I'm not so rich, I'm so rich. I'm so bored. What am I gonna do? No, I mean, he's like, oh, he's like, I could play with them. I'm like, I mean, I guess. And he's like, oh, I, well, I don't know. It, man, it just killed me. It killed me. Like, did, I, he was one of my favorites. He was probably my second favorite because seldom, very little, is the main character in my my favorite character when it comes to a lot of these, well, you know, when, when it comes to TV shows and stuff, but um, I, I did like uh player four fifty six, So it was very, um, you know, he, he kind of goes into a slump afterwards, you know, after wanting to win so bad and then he finally wins and then he doesn't spend or use that money. He's just sitting in his bank account for a year and he's still living the same way that he did before, even though he has all this cash up until a certain point. Because his hair dyed red, kind of weird, but I mean, yeah, I'd look up why he did that. But um, the director said that um, it just symbolizes rage, basically, mm. and um, him taking control of his life. I like that. I mean, he, he did look more clean cut, you know. He chopped off the uh, nice little beard and stuff that he had because he was pissed when he found that player one was still alive. 
And but and he was pissed when he saw that they're starting up another game. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's it's like calling up. It's like winning the Super Bowl or something. We're like, all right, I, I I've literally been through all this before. Like literally like a year ago. They, they so it's been a year since they started up a new game. And then, you know, he gives them the information and they're like, you know, walk away. He's going to go to the States to visit his daughter. And he's just, he he can't, he can't let it go because he's everyone that he was in there with during his class, I guess you could say. Um, He formed some kind of bond with, you know, specific people and they're they're all They had their crew. Yeah. I, that, and that's that's what made it very anime-esque for me, especially with Player 101's crew. Like, the way that they were kind of, like, positioned and everything. Like, I just kept thinking, like, dude, like, if this was a freaking anime, it would be on point. I mean, there probably would be a little bit more flashy, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, dramatic moments um, just by, like, the camera work and the cinematography and whatnot. But... I'm like, they could make an anime out of this. They definitely could. And, you know, this this entire uh, season, like, it's definitely opened up for season two. Um, I don't know if they necessarily have any plans because it's it's kind of like one of those lightning in a bottle situations. Like, you have this series. You you have this project. Where do you go with it from now? Obviously, you can't use it. Yeah, I'm glad glad you brought that up because it's definitely a hot topic right now. I've been trying to look up some articles and read about what the director's thoughts are on it. And it just seems like he's pretty stressed about it. The the idea of season two. Yeah. Because just following up literally the biggest show ever on Netflix, try to follow that up. I can't imagine how much pressure he's under right now. I mean, obviously, he's got to be happy because... He's he's had this script for ten years, yeah, and he kept getting turned down. And until twenty eighteen, Netflix finally agreed to to help make him help him make it. But for them, for that to turn into just he's just on that grind for that long, and then it turns into the biggest show ever. I yeah. can imagine the roller coaster of emotions he's on right now. Yeah, I I, I do I do agree with that like one hundred percent because it's <clears throat> excuse me it's. It's kind of like, I mean, not because it's, it's like they have to have a season two. If the show, the show this big, I mean, just money alone, Netflix is gonna make them do it. Yeah, and but it's it's like I I just want it to be good. That's all I care about. Like, and it, it also helps that that the the ending was so set up for season two. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I don't know. I don't know if Netflix made them do that or if it was the director's choice, but it was definitely set up well for a season two, I believe. Yeah, I saw some people saying it it wasn't set up for a season two. I was like, what? What did you watch? The ending was like <laughs> he's he's about to turn into John Wick and go murder everybody. Literally, this man was about to go on a plane. They literally said, "Get on the plane. It's for your own good." And then he's like, "Nah, no." Nah. It's, it's like for, he's for your own good. It's. <clears throat> He's gonna use that money. I mean, he's 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 part of them. He he's officially at one percent. He could be a VIP now. Yeah, he could be a VIP. What did you think about? We're an American. We're an American horny VIPs. That was very very strange. I was like, what is going on here? Like, this is not like it, it, it was, was definitely cringy, but I, it was kind of funny. I don't know. It was yeah. just they were just dumb Americans. Yeah, yeah, just the, the stupid dumb Americans where they you know like. Like player one on one said, you know they had nothing else better to do, so you know they're they're betting on humans. And I, mean, I do I do like how they showed up like like a few games in. That just shows how little this matters to them because it really is just horse betting for them. Yeah, like it, it doesn't matter if they see the whole thing; they just come for the end. <laughs> I really want to know how this entire. I, I I want them to. I want if they do make a season two, which I hope they do. I I, I hope they focus more so on the. Um, on the how and the why this organization was created kind of thing, instead of just doing the same thing over and over. But it does seem like it's going, it's, it can definitely go with the season too. Like, I mean, there's, <clears throat> there's a lot of like movies out there and stuff. Like even with the, um, my gosh, what was it as bad as it was uh, X-Men origins Wolverine. There's like a post credit scene with uh, Deadpool, like surviving and like, you know, going on revenge for Wolverine, but we never saw it. So I, I don't think that Netflix made them because there's no way they could have known this was going to be a hit. 
prior. Definitely not this big. Yeah. No, not yeah, not not this big. So it's it's more of I mean I'm interested to see. I mean it's it's kind of like with uh with a quiet place part one and two, like you know, people are like, oh my gosh, they love the first one, but you know, do you make a second second one? Where do you go from here? You know, John Kaczynski obviously wasn't entirely sure, but they ended up doing it. Ended up being a, it ended up being a success, but I, I feel like Netflix and and the and the director um, and everyone else involved um, definitely need to play their cards carefully here because you you don't take want, your time. Yeah, yeah, take your time. Um, much much like you know, a lot of games out there get delayed, and it's like, hey, you know. Take your time. It's all good. Halo Infinite's shaping up to be pretty nice right now, uh, especially compared to like Battlefield, things of that nature. So when it comes to the film side, you know, the movie, TV show, uh, the the streaming industry, I think they definitely need to take their time with this and and see what they can come up with. Oh, my gosh. Sorry about that. Got a nice little uh, text there. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm I'm hoping that if if they make a season two, which I'm sure they will, I I just want it to be as good as the first, or just it, expand the story in some kind of way. Um, especially with player four fifty six, um, that that would be pretty interesting. But yeah, the cop, the cop too, because we did not see that body. Yeah, that is that. Yeah, we did not see the body at all. Because uh, I'm surprised he made it that far. He was like, I'm like, dude, you're in here without a without a partner and. He just, he was, you know, going up to the top of that uh, island uh, mountain, trying to get some cell service, send some stuff over. And we, we, we don't know if it's sent or not. So, yeah, I love that perspective of him being one of the, uh, one of the workers, mm-hmm. seeing how, what their <laughs> life is like. Cause it's not, um, not as nice as you think it is. Cause they are almost as much of prisoners as the players in the game are. Yeah. They take their mask off. They're dead. Yeah, literally. It's it's so crazy to think like how, you know, perspectives and everything just kind of changes. Like, oh, well, you know, the people in the mass don't have to worry about, it. you know, they're just the executioners. And, you know, we we just kind of and of course there's a the theory that um the first the first game that they play to get into the game, whatever color they choose is what they end up being the the worker or the player because they were blue and red. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Oh, oh, that changes things, Devin. Yeah, there's there's just so many so many theories that you can go into with this show. What 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 YouTube did you watch for that one? <laughs> that was that was like one of the first ones I saw. I don't remember. I think it was just on Twitter somewhere. Oh, okay. So the pen. Oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, that's uh, poof, man. Oh man. Um. It, it yeah, it's 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 a crazy ride. It, it's it's a crazy crazy wild ride, and I just hope we get more. Um, let's let's let yeah let let's get into scores here and get out of here. We've been talking talking here for a while. Wow, fifty one minutes. There you go. <laughs> we loved it that much. This is crazy. What Devin? What would you give Squid Game a rating of? I'm going to give it a ninety two. Hmm. So very good. I, there were a few minor issues I had. I think the biggest issue I had, well, the biggest issue I had was the, the strobing death scene. It was just dude, that not was insane. Though. Watch, yeah, I, it was. I hard. just hated watching it. It was yeah. so dumb. I just I, never liked strobing lights in a movie. I mean, I didn't hate it, but like, I was kind of scared. It's just like the old. I can't even be be sad for player one anymore. Pissing his pants and there was there was just no need to strobe because then you can't even tell what's going on. I think that was. It, it would have been just more interesting if they would have just turned off the lights but then again yeah. i feel like we would have had more of a game of thrones um well you haven't seen it but the long night situation because when it streams if you didn't have like a oled or like a, a qled tv you couldn't see anything nothing nothing whatsoever like people were complaining that the complaining that the um <clears throat> episode was way too dark and um the tv i had i was able to see everything that was going on but i didn't know what people were complaining about and then i saw a few different oh my gosh this thing wow um i saw a few different um you know examples online i was like okay yeah i can see why so maybe it would maybe like just dimming the lights to where you know kind of like in cartoons there, where there's just there's just different ways to do it where you don't have to have an annoying strobe light yeah yeah i mean it, it was hard to see what was going on because it just seemed like you know cut here cut there what 
type of situation. And that's such a but... big moment in the show too, where they first realize that they can straight up murder each other. Yeah. And it felt like they just didn't deliver on that. And then the other biggest show I had was the the organ um, selling subplot. I feel like that just led to nothing. Just kind of went nowhere. Yeah. The doctor, the doctor wasn't a main character. So I didn't kind of just threw him in there. No. Yeah. Because the cop subplot was so interesting, but then the organ one just kind of died off. Yeah. That, that, that is very, very true. But yeah, let's, uh, let's get out of here. You said 92. I'm I'm going to give it like a a solid 94. Um, Like you're, I have the same pretty much gripes that you guys that that you did, um, just overall, and I, I really just enjoyed it. I think people should go watch it for sure. Um, you know, if you really have nothing to do, you can kill this off in honestly like a day and a half, not even if you really have nothing to do. But that pretty much concludes our episode of Squid Game here on the Femoctus Podcast. Devin, what is coming up on the pod? You ask. Well, we have a lot going on. Um, First and foremost, we actually just finished our first Harry Potter review of the Sorcerer's Stone. Definitely go check that out on the podcast. And we also uh, reviewed uh, No Time to Die. We had a lot of fun with that. Had some really great insights. And we're, I guess we're now official Bond Light fans. We went out and bought bought ourselves some nice little uh, collector Blu-rays there. But what's coming up on the podcast coming up Man, Devin, we have our Halloween Kills um, episode and our The Last Duel episode that will be dropping on Monday, the um, October 18th. Uh, Halloween Kills will probably drop early in the morning, and The Last Duel will probably drop later on in the afternoon slash evening. And we also have our Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone review i'm not sorcerer's stone i'm sorry chamber of secrets wow my gosh it's been i've been playing this forever it's been crazy but harry potter and chamber of secrets will be dropping um this coming up uh wednesday on the 20th something like that i'll let you guys know farther on as we get into the week but i believe that's it definitely follow us on twitter and instagram at film optics again that is optics with an X and let's close on out of here and we'll see you guys later and may the odds forever be in your favor. And thank you for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed this show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.